0: Welcome to the Stylistpreneur Podcast, a show created to help hairstylists build and sustain successful beauty businesses. Here is your host, Damali Fills, CEO of Stylists in Business, Master Hairstylist, and author of Travel Notice, the ultimate guide to becoming a traveling hairstylist. All right, let's start the show.
1: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Stylespreneur podcast. I am your host, Molly Fields, and today we have with us Antonella Colella. She is the founder and managing partner of Colella Legal Studio, a boutique business and trademark law firm. Antonella, come on in the room. How are you?
0: Good. How are you? Thanks for having me today. I'm pretty
1: good. It's still sunny here in Chicago, so I'm still surviving. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, same here. Gotcha. So
1: I'm excited about having you because I feel like a lot of beauty businesses kind of forget about the legal part of business. And so that's your expertise. So I'm excited to have you to share all about your business, what you do and how you protect beauty professionals.
0: Yeah. So I, you're right in that. I think for a lot of beauty professionals, the business part and the legal part in particular is kind of secondary or maybe yeah third place (laughs) yeah Um, and which is which is fine and which is normal because most beauty professionals or really all of them are creatives right like you guys are very creative um and so it's good to have you know, outside people that are going to help you with legal or, or accounting um, or, you know, business operations. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, so I've been an attorney for 15 years, always okay. really working with businesses and doing a lot of transactions and doing a lot of contracts. And I had my first beauty client uh, oh, probably like six years ago now while I was working at a, at a law firm for somebody else. Okay. And it was two friends who were They were starting a business, they were starting a skincare line. And so I took them from the beginning of like forming the LLC, um, drafting the operating agreement between the two partners, getting their trademark. Getting their manufacturing agreements for with the manufacturer, with the chemist. So it was, and I just loved it. I just thought it was so great. I loved yeah. part of it. I loved working with them. So then when I decided to go out on my own and start my own practice in 2021, I said, I wanna work with people that I like, with clients that I find interesting. And so I've dedicated the practice to working with beauty professionals and i've been always trying to put myself in you know situations where i can find um you know find you guys and find clients like that
1: awesome and so when someone is starting a business i know you kind of mentioned how you helped um your first beauty client start but in terms of getting started in uh starting your beauty business what are some of the first steps to take legally
0: so in the beginning um it is important to distinguish yourself personally from your business. Okay. So an LLC or some kind of business entity is always a good idea. Um, and you should talk with an accountant, with a lawyer to figure out, you know, which entity is right for you. Should you go with a corporation? Should you go with an LLC? I most of the time, I would say 95% of the time do LLCs. Um, okay. Just because they're easier to administer, they're easier to manage. They're not so formal as corporations. Um, so that's number one. And then you know, actually, you really need a name before that. Before right. you, LLC. Um, you need to come up with a name. And because I do so many trademarks, mm-hmm. um, to me, you know, I always warn my clients about that. Like when you're first starting, make sure you have somebody do a trademark clearance search just to make sure that the, the name that you want is available is going okay. not going to be a problem that somebody else doesn't have it. Because What happens is either somebody will form a business and then maybe two, three years down the line come to me and say, okay, I want to trademark this name and I have to tell them you can't. It's already taken or it's not, you know, it's not going to go through. Somebody else has it. So, um, you know, you want to really, you want to really make sure that that the name is available. So I recommend that. Even if you don't get the trademark right away, just make sure that you're going to be able to get it, you know, fairly soon if you, if okay. you file. Um, and then, you know, you're going to file with the state, you're going to open um, a business bank account. That's really important to separate okay. yourself from the business. Don't just use your own bank right. account. Because um, the reason why you're doing the LLC is to separate the, the liability, right? You mm-hmm. don't want personal liability for anything that happens in the business. Okay. And so you want to you know, show the the government, you know, the IRS that you are a separate entity um, okay. that has its own bank account. Um, you're going to get an EIN number with the IRS that's going to tell them that you are a business, um, that, that, you know, they can collect taxes from you. Um, and then, you know, you want presumably, depending on what type of business you are, your contracts. So okay. for a lot of service businesses, we're talking about, you know, consent forms, waivers, um maybe you're hiring you know a 1099 employee you need mm-hmm. to have a 1099 contract with them um and then you know your trademark if you can you know if you're able to get the trademark fairly quickly i always recommend people doing that like really soon if okay. you have a budget to do that that's really important to get um insurance is also um super important yeah. so you know that's kind of you know the beginning um, the basics the basics you know the okay. foundation of
1: what you want. Okay. Awesome. And so when a lot of these people are starting their businesses, they are needing space. And I mean, you have a few that are, you know, starting out and they're buying a space, but the majority, um, which I'm sure you agree are leasing spaces. And so when you are getting, you know, these spaces. You go somewhere and they give you this this long lease, almost like an apartment lease. And you're like, what in the world are they talking about? Um, So why would you say it's important to get a lawyer to help you read that lease, be able to negotiate that lease, like all those things?
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that you bring this up because people never want to have anybody review the lease. And I don't understand (laughs) because that lease is so it's so dense most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's so long. It's like in really small print. Yeah. And the truth is that a commercial lease is always written in favor of yeah. the landlord. There isn't, it's not like a residential lease where there's state laws that will protect the tenant. Like that does not exist in, commercial, okay. <laughs> in the commercial world. So like there's no, there's nothing in there to protect you. So it's just super important to have somebody look at it. Um, make sure, you know, some of the things that you want to look for are the term, like how long are you going to be locked into this lease? You know, yes, you, everybody wants their business to succeed, but if you're locked into like a five-year lease and you're just starting, you know, maybe you want to negotiate like an early out. Like if you Mm -hmm. don't make a certain revenue, maybe you can get out of it early without a penalty. Um, you want to make sure you're entering into it in the name of your LLC, not you personally because business. Um, You want to look at, you know, insurance requirements. Sometimes they require you to have really high limits Mm -hmm. and that's going to be even more expensive. And then something also important, make sure to see if um, you're going to be responsible for all the utilities. There's Mm -hmm. some leases. I was actually just reviewing one this morning where the tenant is responsible for everything. It's called triple net. So they're responsible for the the taxes, the taxes of the property, um, the insurance, um, all the utilities, the maintenance mm-hmm. outside. So that adds, you know, that's in addition to monthly rent. So okay, it's just you know, those are just examples. But there's a lot more in there that yeah, you wanna you really want to have somebody look at it?
1: Gotcha. Now, as to Lori, are you seeing that you are able to kind of negotiate those terms and help your clients out?
0: Yeah, I mean everything is negotiable, um, right? You know, you should at least. Commercial landlords expect that you know mm-hmm. a, a commercial lease is is it's it has to be negotiated. Like people just sign whatever um, because they don't know or they think they can't ask for certain things. Um, but you should just ask for everything. You might not right. get everything, but even if you get some of them, you're better off than just signing something like completely um, okay. without having it reviewed.
1: Gotcha. Now I know another aspect of your business is uh helping clients out with products, creating product brands, um, legalizing the product brands. So a big thing that we're having now is that brands are hiring influencers. So as an influencer, or even as the brand, like in that contract that you're having between each other, how are, what are, what's been put in these uh contracts to protect each other? Like I know a lot of brands will say, oh, you know, support my brand or promote it but like maybe i'll give you 10 percent. like how are the influencers getting more out of that
0: yeah so this is this is really big in beauty in particular Mm -hmm. um and it's good that now people are realizing that you need to have a contract with with the influencer because you know i was talking about these influencer contracts like five years ago and nobody was talking about them and everybody (laughs) thought i was like stupid for even bringing it up but they're you know, can be a lot of money involved. Like mm-hmm. some of the ones, like, they charge a lot to post. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that y- it, you're clear in the contracts, like what okay. are you giving them and what are you getting? Right. So gotcha. you should t- like be very explicit, like one Instagram post about X, Y, and Z um, make, you know, to be shared in stories, you know, Okay. Twice a week. Make sure it's, like, very, very clear. This is exactly what I want you to do. Um, and then, yeah, and then, you know, the payment, I'm seeing payment, it's usually, like, a, one amount. It's just like, it's yeah. like a lump sum. Um, okay. But, you know, you can kind of negotiate, you know, what? You know, is it paid in installments? Is it paid, like, before they post and then the rest after they post? Gotcha. Um, so, and, you know, and it's, it's just like a normal contract. Like you want indemnity in there, um, you want protections, you know, for yourself as a business and you want to really be clear, you know, what you want them to do. I've gotcha, had gotcha. stories where like people have, brands have paid for influencers without a contract and then like, they don't even tag the brand. Correctly. Exactly. And, like, yeah. It's like, then you wasted all that money. Exactly. You didn't get anything for it.
1: Yeah. So that's where that contract comes in place.
0: Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. As a freelance hairstylist, I've done a few photo shoots and never gotten any tag, any recognition. It's like, right. did you forget I was there? But yeah. That was early on in my career when I didn't have a contract saying like, hey, you have to right. say that I did the hair for it. So yes. I've learned. <laughs> yeah, I've learned. actually,
0: I put that in um, some of like the freelance like makeup or hair agreements that I've done. Mm-hmm. That you, you know, you have to post and you have to tag me if you're, if, you know, to the, yeah. to the like, company or whatever, if they're going to post on their social media, you know, you need to tag the freelancer, um you know, to, to pro- show that they've done that work. Yeah,
1: because I have a tons of friends. I've seen tons of stories. They're just like, hey, man, like they never tagged me or it took forever for payment, like all yeah. kinds of stories. But right. I think uh, beauty professionals are starting to wake up. You know, we're hiring lawyers and we're we're protecting ourselves and our own brands.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
1: So um for anybody that does want to start their own beauty brand, where would you suggest they get started? For do you mean for products? For products.
0: Yeah. So you know, products is a little bit different than than services. So okay. you know, with the product, you have to be looking at the regulatory aspect. Um, So you have to have like your label, for example, of your product has to be in compliance with um, their packaging and labeling act. Um, You have to be careful of how you market, like the claims that you make about your product. Mm. That's all like federal regulatory law under FDA. Um, Okay. So that's like one part that is like, you know, and I, and I do help with that. I do help clients. Okay. And make sure they're in compliance with that. But you know, also they're going to be they have you know NDAs for their formula with the chemist. You need that. They have contracts um, that usually they're getting the contract from the chemist that's okay. making the information or from the manufacturer that's you know filling the product, making the, the bottles, you know, shipping. So those are all it's all legal documents that okay. um, you know, whether they they are in, in those cases, like the like I said, the manufacturers usually sending it to them. Okay. But you really need to read that. Like you, yeah. you really need to negotiate those because um you know sometimes there's things in there that are just totally one-sided and mm-hmm. and. As a small brand, like you, you need to be conscious of the money that you're putting out. Yeah. Um, also, you know, the ownership of the formula, like, is that formula mm. really yours? Um, okay. You, what if the are you giving them some? Some clients they have they hire a chemist to make the formula, mm-hmm. and then they bring the formula somewhere else, and they have the manufacturer like fill it, like okay. create it, and then like they'll put it in the bottle. Um. So when you're giving it away to somebody else, like you have to be like zipped up really yeah. clear, really tight that like this is my formula if you do anything to it um you know then you're in breach of the contract so there's there's a lot of that kind of um that stuff that goes into the products and then of course the testing okay like you need to test the product for stability um, yeah you know how does it perform how does it hold up in a, in a plastic bottle versus a glass bottle um so those are all things that you know they involve contracts because you're hiring Mm -hmm. somebody to do it for you okay and then then trademarks are super super important okay products in particular
1: okay so when it comes to the trademarks like tell us a little bit more about the process about the timing um and I know you said do it as soon as possible uh tell us a little bit more about that
0: so I I think that you know, in beauty trademarks are super important because beauty is a, you know, billion dollar business. Yeah. It's a huge market. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, it's it's kind of saturated. Like everybody's yeah. doing very similar things. Like oh, everybody yeah. is, you know, there's many serums out there. There's many skin oh, yeah. mm-hmm. products out there. So what is it that's making you different? What's making yeah. you stand out? It's your branding, like your, mm-hmm. your brand, your story. And so when you think about branding, that's trademark. Okay. Um, and so that's why it's like it's it trademark is important in other industries, but in beauty, it's like super. OK,
1: important.
0: so the process, unfortunately, it's taking much longer than it has, you know, in in recent memory. The okay. whole um, process from from time of application to actually getting registered is about 12 to 14 months. If everything goes smoothly, if everything goes right. Okay. Um, So that's why I tell clients, if you are planning a business, you have not launched yet, maybe, Mm -hmm. but if you have the name and you know, you know, that's the one that you're going to use, file the application. You can file before you're launched. Okay. Okay. Okay, so then you would just have to send the trademark office your proof of use, like you using it, but you would say you could send it later. Okay. But because it's taking so long, it's just, it's better to just file it because you don't want to, you don't want to like create a product, like get all the marketing, buy, you know, all all the, you know, products or bottles or whatever, um, and then you know create a whole brand around it and then apply later and realize you can't get yeah it. and then you have to rebrand and you have to, that's wow. very expensive. Yeah. um so so the product the, the process is a, a search so you do a search of the trademark office database um uh, business names throughout the country to see what else is out there that is similar to your name mm-hmm. and then we do an opinion letter that says okay the, this is you know, what we found, this is your probability of success. And then the second phase is the actual application gathering proof of use and then filing.
1: Gotcha. Now during that process, are you protected at all? Is it kind of like, hey, you know, I I, I submitted the application, that's my name, or is it just waiting until the process is finalized?
0: So if you're pending in the database, um, that is good because other people that are coming after you will be able to find you. Um, and as I tell clients, like, once you file, you can use the TM symbol. Like, I'm okay, okay. with with clients using that. You can't use the circle R
1: until okay. you
0: get full registration. But if you are a pending application, um, it's you're claiming that. Like, you've, okay. you've already filed, you're claiming that trademark. Um, and then the other thing to know, which is, like, kind of good, is that the first examination is in eight to nine, the first eight to nine months. So, okay. You'll know kind of in eight to nine months if you're going to get through. Um, and then the rest of the process takes, you know, longer. Takes okay.
1: About a year. okay. And so for a beauty professional that is looking to hire a lawyer, um, when would you say is the right time? Uh, what tips would you give as far as finding the right lawyer for their business, for their personality? Uh, what would you say in regards to that?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, when is the right time? I most... Most of my clients are pre-launch; they're starting businesses. Okay. Um, And so, you know, I know that everybody's budget is different, um, but you know, those clients that know, you know, to to hire a lawyer or even have a consultation with a lawyer, Mm -hmm. even that's better than not doing anything at all. Right. Um, Or you know, to talk to an accountant; those business, those entrepreneurs, like they know you know, what it takes. Like, I feel like right. you know, that's what you need. Like you, you have to know that you can't just do everything yourself.
1: No, you can't. You,
0: you know, there's things that you don't know what you don't know. So gotcha. even in the, you know, in the beginning, when you're thinking about it, um, it is 100% worth it to um, if you can hire a lawyer to, to form everything for you and get you set up with the contracts you need, mm-hmm. um, you should absolutely do that. If you don't have the budget for that, at least have a consultation, have a business attorney. Um, And then you want to hire an attorney that is, does what you need. So don't, you know, don't go to a family law attorney for this. Um, Don't go to a criminal attorney, go to a business lawyer, somebody that knows contracts that knows business. Um, And then yes, special points if they are familiar with your industry, right? So if they're in their industry, that's, um, that's even better. But, you know, and sometimes you need a consultation to kind of talk to the lawyer and see if you like them and you want to work mm-hmm. with them. Um, so I I definitely recommend in the beginning, you know, doing that.
1: Gotcha. Now, um, I know we, we can't really talk numbers because it varies depending on, you know, what you're doing or whatnot. But what would be like a starting budget that you would say a beauty professional would need to get started with the lawyer? Or is there uh, any like one offs? Could I hire you just to read over uh, a contract?
0: Yes. Yeah, so it, it totally depends. Um, you know, there's, I usually do flat fee work. So okay. i you know, you'll tell me what you need. And if you say like, oh, can you review a contract? I'll mm-hmm. ask you to send me the contract and I'll kind of like skim it, see how long it is. And I'll say, okay, this is like X. Because gotcha. especially for small businesses, like you want to know, you don't want hourly because right. you're not going to know what it is. Exactly. You're get a bill like <laughs> a surprise. So it's better to, um, to just know what it is and then you can budget for it. Gotcha. But yeah, it depends. Like you can have somebody form the business for you, or you could do that like yourself, like a lot of people okay. do the LLC online themselves. And then they'll say, okay, well, I really need, you know, a 1099 agreement. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you draft that for me? And that's, you know, obviously going to be less than if you do several things gotcha. um, once.
1: Okay. Awesome. Um, now I know you also have uh beauty bundles or legal bundles available. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that can help beauty professionals?
0: Yeah. So I do have um, on my website, I have um business uh, services bundle. So for example, okay. if you wanted to do the LLC and operating agreement, and then you wanted like one or two contracts, you know, you, we would bundle those together or say you okay. wanted an LLC and a trademark, you would get like a, a lower price because you're doing more services. Gotcha. Um, and then a, there's also a bundle for a set of contracts. Okay. So, there's um there's one it's six contracts you know for um for $1500 which is good for six contracts so that's it's mostly for it's good for service businesses it's it includes um releases uh, consent waivers um the nda and the independent contractor agreement so all okay of, and and there's another one i can't think of it right now um and then also i wanted to mention there, I am coming out with a Shopify contract template shop. Nice. So, this is it's called beautyprocontracts.com. It is live. However, I haven't really officially launched it. It's doing like a there's only there's not that many contracts yet. I'm still okay. working on it, but um that is for those business owners that you know maybe they have a they don't have the budget to get a custom contract drafted. Mm-hmm um so they can go there they would just it's a you know e-commerce site you buy the contract you then would get a download of a word document and which you could fill in and okay. then you also get a video of me explaining how to fill in the contract okay um, so right now on the site there's an nda and there's a 1099 um, Agreement, and so those okay. are you know at a at a you know very good price. But they're what's good about it is they're lawyer drafted. A lot of people are buying contracts on Etsy, which I don't yeah. know <laughs> why. Um, so you know, this is like giving you peace of mind because it's these are my my forms, my contracts, yeah, um, and you know they're they're test tried and tested, and and they're lawyer drafted. So okay. I, this is um, something that I think is is needed in
1: the, in the industry. No, I, I 100% agree. I've seen so many things in the beauty industry that uh, people just aren't doing the legal way or just, you, they just don't know. You don't right. learn it in beauty school. There's no yeah. class on, you know, how to do this with your business. Um, so yeah, your services are very much needed. So we thank you. Um so there's one question I always ask every guest and that is what is your entrepreneurial power.
0: So I would say that um you know especially in my in my in my business in the law firm um mm-hmm. I think it helps that I have I'm an entrepreneur and I've done several different kinds of businesses so mm-hmm. I, I you know I can put my myself in the shoes of my clients like I have done other e-commerce work I had a I sold a um, swimwear. I had a, nice. mm-hmm. a business called Cabana Chic Swimwear, and we imported um, swimwear from Colombia and and sold it online. Um, and then I had another consulting business and and the law firm, and now my my template business. So, I know you know like when you're starting up that it's hard, and you kind of yeah. want to. You, you need to be conscious of where you're spending your money. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't just go crazy um, unless you have an unlimited budget. And so right. I totally get it. Um, and, you know, and I try to help clients as much as I can in terms of like, you know, bundles and and helping them on price. So, um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not a scary, you know, scary lawyer. <laughs> Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. That's awesome. So I want to make sure all my beauty professional friends are going to get in contact with you, that they're going to legalize their businesses. Where can we stay in contact and follow you?
0: So my uh, website is ColellaLegalStudio.com. It's all one word. Um, Also, I'm pretty active on Instagram. Okay. My, My handle is Antonella underscore ESQ. Um, I'm active on there. And then for the template shop, beautyprocontracts.com, all one word as well. Um, okay. And then through the website, you could also, you know, you could DM me on Instagram, you could email me through the website. Um, and then also the you know, if you wanted a consultation, you could also reach out about that as well.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Have an awesome day.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the stylistpreneur podcast make sure to visit our website for more beauty business resources courses and to join the stylistpreneur membership until next time stay a cut above the rest